All right, you ready to do it? Uh, yep, yep. All right, here we go. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is going to be a lot of good now, kid. Let's keep this shit funky. <laughs> and we back. <laughs> Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions Show. I am T Storm alongside my brother, Mr. DJ Mike Swift. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? I'm good. You look like you're about to rob somebody. That's what I feel like every time I get out the car these days. I'm about to pull, like going into the grocery store, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, keep the car running, I'll be back. <laughs> like that's, that's what's in my mind every time I put, you know? put a mask on to go and you have to it's and it's mandatory in fact here's the funny thing um there was a news story recently that uh, a grocery store uh, um had been hit about three times by the same people because they had masks on came in and robbed for a couple of hundred dollars and so they made it they made it so now you still got to wear a mask but when you when you walk in you got to dip your mask off and show your face to the camera before you proceed into the rest of the store there it is that's where that's where he's gotten to. Um, if, but you know, I knew it was a matter of time before people took advantage of that. Oh yeah, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? People still poll, people still broke, and there's still criminals out there. So you know, it's gonna happen. Um, but, and um, for those who are watching, yes, these are the unpopping neck gators. Um, we have them. If you would like one, inboxes might give it to you for free. You're just so generous, T. Yeah, I mean, it's, I might. I said might. I might. I might. I just might. Got a few of them. Um, they're actually pretty comfortable. This, I, I, I love <laughs> this creator. Yes. Um, cheers. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're doing some branding now there, folks. Uh, we've, we've turned a corner on that. <laughs> we got products. We grew through. up and became a real show. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a <laughs> couple things going on. By the time you see this, it might be somewhere near um, Halloween. So happy Halloween, the Guavaline. Be safe out there. There's no trick or treat. Might might as well do what we're gonna do here in the house, which is um, dress up for the children, for the kids. Dress up and give them candy here in the house. You can go from door to door in your own house and hey man, give the kids candy. This is Atlanta. It's always gonna be trick or treating. Plenty of tricks, and they treating. Lots of treating. <laughs> For a price. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, How was your week, man? Week was good. Week was... It, 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 we have entered um, where it's, it's getting darker earlier, so the day goes by a lot faster, um, and the and the week goes by a lot faster. Like you look up and it's Thursday already. I'm like, damn, wasn't it just Sunday yesterday? And it's it's that's what it feels like every time. So, um, it's a it's it is a challenge because we still. I mean, there in Atlanta, they got the gates open for you guys. You you guys can move around as you wish and do what you yeah. want. Um, here in Jersey in the tri-state, New York City, um, has basically banned us from coming in. <laughs> They were like, you dirty motherfuckers in Jersey, stay out there. Stay your ass out there. Don't come over here with that. Don't come over here with that. The, uh, the numbers for uh, coronavirus have ticked up. <laughs> coronavirus! And um, 
So, you know, hospitalizations. I mean, it's happening all over the country. But um, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut numbers have started ticking up. And New York City has not. There's been pocket areas in certain, certain you know, in certain neighborhoods in, in Brooklyn and in Queens. And then you get it under control real quick, especially out in Queens. And there's still some hot spots in Brooklyn. But for the most part, New York City is handling it a lot better than anywhere in the country. Um, here in Jersey, they're trying to get a handle of it. I think, uh, I think the infection rate was somewhere like 10%. Okay. You know, here. So where, you know, New York City was at like one, one and a half, two percent, something like that. Um, so it's a problem and, you know, unnecessarily travel into Manhattan is, is, is banned basically. So that's where we at with it. It's, it's. And see, we here, we can go wherever we want, do whatever we want, you know? Yeah. Uh, we did see an uptick, I want to say like a week or so ago, but I haven't, I haven't looked at last week's numbers, you know, um, I'm, I'm. Struggling with the idea of Thanksgiving, right? So I haven't seen my kids or my parents for all year, mm. right? And Thanksgiving is usually when I go and see my folks and everything. And uh, my brother called and was like, hey, man, I'm driving down. Do you want to ride? And my initial response was, sure. But then I started thinking about it, mm. right? Like, mm. I have to test and then sequester myself for two weeks. Like I can't have any contact with anybody right. at all. If I get groceries, I gotta I gotta let them sit on the the porch for seventy two hours, right? Because that's the new information that it can live on um, services for up to seventy two hours. Mm. So it's I'm like, ah, I don't know. Even with and it really did make me look at my life and how I move. And it, I thought I was like, oh, I'm super sequestered and I don't run into anybody. But when I start thinking about my life, I'm like, shit, I run into probably about 20, 25 people a week. Mm. Um, and that's not counting things that encounter people that I encounter. Right. So right. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can pull that off. I want to try, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can not have any human contact for two weeks to be able to go see my parents. Cause they're, you know, getting a little bit older and yeah. something like this could be, you know, Definitely. detrimental to them. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out, man. Yeah, It's a, I mean, it's a challenge and everybody, everyone, everywhere is facing the same challenge. There's some people that are not thinking about it and just like, fuck it, I'm gonna move around. And then there's people that give it some thought like yourself and my, you know, same thing. Like, I don't want to get my, parents or my grandparents sick even though i may not be sick or look sick you could be carrying you know the virus and pass it on so yeah those yeah. are those are the things that you know everybody is is going through at the same time right now it's it's a challenge and it's it's it can be a little depressing you know what i mean a lot of people dealing with it. I mean, I, my, my wife and i had a, we had a discussion and we're, we're both struggling with like this uh groundhog day effect you know what I mean? Wake up, it's the same day, the next day, the same. For seven months now, it, it you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It'd be hard, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you just got to hang in there and be smart, man. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, some of the things that help pass the time is pop culture and, and silly little news stories that come up. 
One came up uh, last week I, I, that kind of tickled me. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Buster Rhymes, first of all, before we even talk about, like, he, he put up a picture of what he looked like, I don't know how many years ago, you know, and what he looks like now. That brother has, he's in great shape. He looks great. He got six, he, the, the six and a half pack going, you know what I'm saying? He, he's in, in good shape. And he showed like he was standing in his boxes and his gut hanging over, you know, how, how he used to look. And I'm like, I, 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 that gives me some hope. Seeing Bus do it, that gives me some hope. Bus has to be at least close to 50, if not 50 yet. Um, it gives him hope that he, he, you know, he got himself in some shape, you know, pretty decent shape. Where, where was the picture? Because I want to show the picture. Oh, is this it? It's on, 20 it's, hours ago, mirror.com. It's on his Instagram as well. It's, it's, on, it's on his Boy, Inst- oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Boy, oh boy. It also gives me hope. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, that's not even no joke. Like, he really, um, Really did his thing. He looks good. Looks good. And he said, Bus could do it. Um, my fat ass could do it. So I- I'm going to take the Buster Rhymes challenge. There it is. Yeah. You can't hate on that at all. No, Come- you can't. At all, son. At all. Looks great. I guess, because I look like, I look like the before right now. <laughs> That's-, That's what I was about to say. The picture on the left was me last night after beer. That <laughs> was me this morning, clearing out of bed, struggling. <laughs> That's right now. I identify like real talk. on the right was a dream I had once, right? Like I, I'm never going to look like that ever. Yeah. Yeah, see, he got the, you know, this, what do we call it, the six and a half pack or five and a half pack? I don't know, whatever. It was great. He put that the work in. The six pack I got is in my refrigerator. I got a, I, you know, I once had a two pack. Um, I like that album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buster Rhymes also made it into the news, um, you know, this, this past week by issuing a challenge uh, to Ti, he was on 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 uh, Fat Joe's Instagram show, and um, here's a little brief of what he said. I might just blow a few little motherfucking steam puffs out of my nostrils if I get in the mood on some dragon shit for real. When it comes to this smoke shit, Ti, it is intriguing to me that you have such a concern with New York MCs. I want to understand what that's about, but. From one brother that loves you to my brother that knows I love him. Bad Joe gasses up. I'm begging you to step in the ring with me. I'm a, I'm a bust your ass. And let me tell you something. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We're gonna do it with grace. But I'm a I'm a bust Ti. I'm a bust your ass. Come on, Ti. Let's have fun. Woo! <laughs> Let's have fun, Ti. <laughs> best part about it is Fat Joe. Fat Joe doing his uh, Don King. <laughs> he casts it up. Uh, so I didn't know Ti had an issue with New York rappers. It's it comes across that way because he called out Fifty, 
right? You've been messing with, you know. I, I think I think for him, he wants to be respected as, you know, New York MCs respect other New York MCs. You know what I mean? That's I, never going to happen. That's what he's going for. Good I think, luck. I think that's what he's going for. And there's some cats that gets, that gets respect. Like, Outkast gets respect here for being bar spitters. Um, I'm trying to think who else out of Atlanta specifically. Um, Chris, Ludacris gets, gets some respect as a bar spitter. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else. That's, I mean, T.I., but not, you know what I'm saying? I guess not to where he wants to be. Not how he sees They're it. They're never so. going to respect him like J, Big, L, Melly Mel. They're never going to respect him like that. Mm. I love T. I mean, I, or T.I. I love him. Like, when when he first hit on the scene and he came out, I, I'll never forget it. I was in Tallahassee. I'm in the club. A record promoter brings me, you know, how they used to do it. It was just a white vinyl. There's no words on it or nothing. Right. And he was like, yo, you, you got to rock this. It was two. It was two, two cuts. And I put the record on and I immediately knew it was Neptune's production. Ah. Right. And I was like, oh. And then it was... Beanie Man, I think, was on the hook. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And then this dude was rapping and he had that southern thing happen. I was like, okay, I know this cat is from the A. Um, but I played it that night in the club like three times. Now the other record was um the the babyface joint that the Neptunes produced. Oh God, I can't think of the name of it, but it was it was it was smoke too, man. It, okay. Both of those records was hot, but that was my first time hearing Ti. That was an, I'm serious. Was like, oh, this cat got bars. I'm serious. That album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, but after that album, he he fell more into the trap sound. Yes. Starting with remixes and 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 did the Atlanta thing, and that's what took him on because I think that first album while it did it, it did well and it was respected it didn't do you know it it it, 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 it wasn't blasting it in in in, in the tribe it wasn't like him that. yeah no nah. nah, it was nah. it was a LaFace production right it wasn't really him but when he did his thing it man he took off and then, I mean there have been records where he's been on it and he's just murdered the record right like the dude he's got bars on it but look if you got respect at home, call it a day, right? I can't fault him though. But here's here's some here's 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 his reply to Bus. Look, bro, I fought with you, Bus, and I you know I re- I respect my elders, man. I mean, I just not no no cap, no cap. I ain't trying to be funny about it at all, but just speaking honestly, Bus, the using leaders of the new school, which came out in that just another case of. That- I was a fan of uh, uh, Leaders of the New School, still am, you know what I'm saying, and all your shit, bro, but I didn't know we were reaching back, like, you know, <laughs> through generations. <laughs> he claims there's a generation gap between T.I. and Buzz. I don't think so, because Buzz was yeah. still, still out. In fact, he was jumping on South Records. He was jumping on remixes and killing people on their own verses, on their own beats. Buzz the Rhymes, that is. So, there is a generation gap in the sense that 
Buster was doing this before T.I. ever picked up a microphone. Right. But to your point, Buster was still killing it after T.I. picked up a microphone. Buster, look, a lot of people, when people talk about top fives and top tens or whatever, Buster never makes those lists. Really? But he should. Yeah, like he when people should. start talking about their top five MCs, I never hear people mention Buster Rhymes. The, it's the fact that he can switch in and out to that that fast rap. I saw there was um there was an Instagram post uh, suggesting that Bus and um Twister out of Chicago go at it because Bus is able to you know what I'm saying flip into that Jamaican you know chat mm-hmm. battle you know what I'm saying. Back into the into hip hop thing. Um, interesting enough, his his was Bus's reply to Ti's reply. It's cool, Tip. You can say it, King <laughs> of the South. You can say it now. You should just say it, man. <laughs> just let the world know truly that you ain't want this bus ass that you was about to get. It's okay. Cause see, the difference between me and <laughs> you, my brother, and we both kings. I'm actually a god, excuse me. I'm a god of this thing. I don't run from no situation, and age don't make no difference to me. None of them rules don't factor in when we all got to get on the same stage and do what we do. What you going to say? I ain't performing on the same lineup with this artist because he's too much younger than me, so it ain't going to be fair for me to go on and do my job because of a generational gap. No, you're going to go up there and you're going to still whoop his ass the best way you motherfucking know how to. Look, he's right. I mean, and, you know, all of the all of the versus stuff is in good fun, so I hope nobody takes any of that shit too seriously. But um, Busta is, he's a far more versatile MC and performer than just about anybody because I had to stop and think before I said this just about anybody I've seen like L maybe right but I think even Busta might have some some styles and some some tricks in his bag that even LL ain't got right right but it's what can you say about the dude? He would murder Ti on a versus. He just would. Straight up. <laughs> I mean, for, I mean, formatted. All right, the way it's formatted, it's twenty. It's twenty hit records. It's twenty records, ten per round. Ti has that. Bus has that. But I think on a more national level, Busta Rhymes has more hits versus Ti on a <laughs> on a regional level has a whole lot of hits. Now, if we were just talking in Atlanta, then you have a problem. But on a national scale easily easily and we and and that's just bust with the you know with free with freestyles and remixes he's done yeah i was just sitting here thinking like 20 buster records hands where my eyes can see dangerous um his verse the one with Janet. I can't think of the record, the name of the record right now. His verse on scenario, his verse on um uh flaving your ear uh, you know what I'm saying? His verse on isn't he on the um the remix with um with Bone Crusher? Is he on that? That is a great question. I I think he's on that as well. There's a bunch of South records that he jumped on and murdered. <laughs> Make him clap. Uh, yeah. 
Cavassier. He is uh he is on the Never Scared remix. Never yes. scared. There you go. Yep. Just I mean, yeah, he 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 don't mail it in when it comes to spending. And My saying, favorite Buster record that never really popped like on the radio, but was a heater in the club mm-hmm. was uh Party Up. Oh, wait, Party Up? That's yes. DMX. No, 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 no. Not, not, um... Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. That's Party Up. Nah, no, 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 not that, that one. Okay. Y'all making me... Nah, I gotta gotta search it now. Party's going on over here. That's that's the official name. Not Party Up. Okay. Yeah, I gotta... That record was a heater. Woo, and it was short. (laughs) I got one for you that never really blew up, but it was dope as hell. In the ghetto with um, Rick James. He recorded a, rec- a record with Rick James right before he passed. That record. Say again? You there? Here's what I'm going to do. Um, technology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you there? Yep. Okay. We are still attempting to record. <laughs> so. <hopefully. laughs> All right. So it was the the Buster record that, that was smoking. You said it was uh, in the one with Rick James? In the ghetto. Rick James. I don't that, think I ever heard that. Oh, my God. It's dope. It's tough. It starts with, you know. It starts off with Rick James for the first verse in the the first in the hook, killing it. We won't play it for copyright reasons, but we'll put the link up and um, so you can check it out. But it's it's a monster. That record was a monster. That record that record was a monster. He got a bunch of. I mean, Bus got a bunch of other records. I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? That that just kill in the and they all like club bangers. Like they're all straight club heat. (laughs) Straight through the '90s, that dude was—he was king of the club, right? Like he—he he was right up there with Naughty by Nature. On every time they put out an album, there was an anthem on the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Buster would always come with the just that heat. Um, so I, I mean, I thought I think it would have been interesting to see him, him and Ti do the thing, but uh, you know, yet another person. Who who is like oh you know why would I do that who who did it was it uh, Chris Brown or Trey Songz was one of them Chris Brown uh, Chris Brown and thinking about it I I watched a video I watched a video um turn up the music I had never seen that video f- uh, before Chris Brown it was a hot record re- very pop dance record right and watching the video the, the the song was already dope but watching the video for the first time. I, that is a dancing fool. Like this, I, and and thinking about it, who touches him as a performer right now? Nobody. Um, I haven't seen Timberlake perform in a while, but Timberlake was 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 kind of hot with it. Timberlake, but, yeah, but I don't think he has that natural those natural chops that Chris Brown no. has. Like I'm watching nah, Chris- watching him dance, and I I I'm I, okay. Qu- quick, um. A quick admission here. 
uh, when I was younger. Um, my aunt taught dance. My mom and my, and her sister, my aunt Christina, they they both were actual professional dancers as teens, and then um, my aunt taught dance. I took part in those dance classes and and performances and stuff like that. As a teenager, I performed, I choreographed back when I was an MC. Um, choreographed all those things, and I, I was a performer, so I did all those things, right? So the natural the natural chops that I, I can't dance now because doing a running man just wipes me out completely. Just one, two, done. But watching Chris Brown, watching Chris Brown naturally flow from one move to the next and improvising between and, do, and just the athleticism he's able to flipping and all the stuff that he does, who's touching him? Nobody. Justin Timberlake is a great performer. Don't get me wrong. He's a great performer, great singer, songwriter, all those things. He has hits and all that. But in terms of the natural ability, ain't he, mm-mm. in his day, when, when, in his day, Bobby Brown was on the was on was on that level. I think Bobby Brown was on that level as a performer and dancer and all that. Um, and- I think Bob was good in his day, but I think Chris Chris Brown is taking it to another level. Right, like to say what you want about the dude and his attitude or whatever the trouble he's got in, that he is a talented, talented dude. Even Usher, he's a talented dude. Even Usher, Usher is also a, a phenomenal performer, but he, it, 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 to the point, to the, the fluidity. I mean, okay, vocally, Usher kills everybody. Because I think Usher has he has a range that you know, he, he his vocal performance. I think he's just you know out of out of here, and he has a. He has a maturity in his delivery. Yeah. He can take records that have sparse production on them, uh, and he can really bring it alive with his vocal uh, in a way that a lot of cats can't do. And he can transition. If you listen to his body of work, he transitions between like styles that are hot for the time, and he owns it and makes it his thing. You know. Yeah. So uh, it is. You know, he's top notch, but. When it comes to the, to the to the footwork and that dancing, I think Chris Brown got him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, from one battle to the next, uh, we were talking about earlier. Ice Cube is in. That's a fantastic setup. <laughs> Ice Cube has a has a versus of his own going on right now. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So. We got to do a little, we got to start at the beginning, you know, and I forgive everybody who at this point has been listening to the show or watching the show who's sick of my long winded <laughs> crap, but uh, <laughs> I like to provide context, right? So back in July, or well, even before that, Ice Cube has always been outspoken against Trump. He made a record. Uh, Arrest the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that was actually kind of dope. It was kind of a dope. That dude record. is Russian intelligence. Arrest the president. Arrest the. I played it. That's that's my joint. <laughs> <laughs> so he his position. He's always been outspoken against Trump. Right. Um. The world the world went to hell in a handbasket. And back in July, I don't remember what he said. The impetus was. Oh, he he said he started looking around at all of the protests. And and Black Lives Matter and everything that was happening, and he he was looking for the ask. Mm. He's like, okay, everybody's riding and pushing and fighting. What is the ask? What are you asking for? So he said he did some research. He couldn't find a document with an ask, so he decided to 
right here. He did not pull the who are experts and they they crafted a um, document called um, Contract with Black America, right. CWBA. Mm-hmm. And he put that he put that thing out, right? Mm. Excuse me. And I read it back in July. Um, I cannot tell you everything that's in it now because I read it and I was like, huh, that's pretty damn good. It's lofty and ambitious, but it's pretty good. So I moved on past it. Well, on the heels of Trump dropping the, the uh, platinum plan, <laughs> it kind of got out there that Cube had talked to the Republican campaign about his contract with Black America. Right. Which, for the record, is not Trump's platinum plan. There's Trump's platinum plan, and then there's contract with Black America. Got it. He got so much backlash for even talking from to having that conversation. And he didn't talk. Say it again. For even talking to the dude, he didn't even talk. He didn't really talk to Trump. No. He talked to Republican representatives. He didn't. He didn't talk to Trump directly. But that's how it got reported. Ice Cube sat down with Donald Trump and uh, put out the platinum plan. So it people started dragging him, cancel Cube. Uh, and then one of my favorite, favorite people who, and I've said this on the show before, who I think is probably one of the most important voices in our community out there right now, just because he speaks unabashedly about things, is D.L. Hughley. And he went in not necessarily on cube, but on the Republican party for having the conversation with ice cube instead of someone reputable. Well, not even just the Republican party. He talked about Trump. Fair enough. You talking about Trump. Cause I mean, realistically, I mean, while they're all in bed together, it's Trump's party now. Somebody's outside banging. That's never a good sign. <laughs> oh, Let me grab my weapon. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but you wrong. Um, no, I. So I love DL, and I'm I'm usually in in his corner. And I've said on the show before, I don't agree with everything that he says, but I agree with most things he, he says. On this one, I, I I found myself, you know, not truly agreeing with where he's coming from just because his he wasn't um fully informed mm. right his position was cube sat down with trump well cube never sat down with trump um why would why would uh, uh trump talk to a rapper who doesn't really know anything about what's happening well Biden did the same thing when he sat down with Cardi B. Uh, but then even Yeah, but Cardi B not not to Cardi B is not trying to write legislation or anything like that. She was just interviewing him. Well, fair enough. Which is why I also disagree with Hughley's position because Hugh didn't write it himself. He recognized going in, man, I, I'm not a politician. I don't know about this shit. 
but I do know yeah. something needs to be done. So let me get all of these other people who are experts in these spaces to craft this document. Right. So right. if it was just him in the basement high <laughs> and every nigga need rims, right? Like <laughs> right, then right. I would be like, nah, cube. But you know, I invite everybody to read it. I'll put a link in the description box so you can read it. It's extensive, but it's on point. Um, I, I think from yeah. the, the criticism from, from DL has been the same from every black entertainer that's gone and sat with Trump or even the, the Republican Party. He said the same thing when, when Steve Harvey went over there, when he first when he first got elected, he went over there to go see him. He said the same thing about Kanye when he went over there. He said the same thing about what was the football player? With, um, I forget the brother. Um, old school football player. I can't remember his name right now. But everybody, all the entertainers that have gone and sat down with Trump or whatever, that, that's gone to meet with the party, nothing comes out of it because all he's using it for is a photo op. And, that was, and I believe that was DL's point. While he wasn't necessarily criticizing Ice Cube, he was criticizing the Trump administration and Trump for just meeting with athletes and entertainers and not meeting with, you know, um, a democratic, uh, 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 you know, representation, people that actually do sure. this for a living, the black caucus, or, you know, or, or even right now, um, working out the stimulus package. You know what I mean? Like all the different, all the things that he's doing instead of what he should be doing, you know? And I, I think that's where his, the, I mean, it, 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 I, I get where he's coming from. I get what you're coming from. But I, I, I kind of agree that sitting down with them right now, I mean, I get, and they're in power. So that's the only, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, there was something that um, Cube said was that he spoke with um, Biden's campaign and he spoke with the Trump, you know, and the Biden's campaign said, okay, yeah, it's cool. We'll talk about it after the election. You know, we can, we can, you know, sit and, and dice it up more after the election. That point is, is valid because they're not in power right now. But I don't think that's a valid point. How so? Right? Because when, when, when a presidential candidate who's not the sitting candidate stands up in front of the people, they make campaign promises. Right. They say, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. What Cube is looking for isn't for the non-sitting presidential candidate to change things tomorrow. He's looking for campaign promises. He's looking for what in this plan that I've laid out with these, these smart people, can you add to your campaign promises for in, in order for the African-American community to feel empowered by voting for you? But to, for them to look at him and say, Eh, we'll talk about it if we win. I think it's is dismissive as fuck. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think that was the intent. And at the same time, the Republican Party, Trump's party, has done nothing but lie. There's nothing, there's nothing to be gained from talking with them right now. Nothing. Every promise, everything they've said that they would do, they have not done. The there is a fifty percent chance that that dude will win, right? It's two people running. Right. So we have to look at the likelihood, well, not the likelihood, the possibility that he could win. 
Gotcha. And if he does win, what do we do? Do we just say he's a lying orange asshole, so we're just not going to talk to him and work with him? Or do we continue to fight the fight? I mean, I think obviously you continue to fight the fight, but at the same time, right now, he'll say anything. And he said, of course. And, and he said anything. And yes, he he's comfortable with lying. The whole, the whole party. I don't think that's an exclusive thing to him or the Republican Party. It's something that I have seen out of politics my entire life. When when they want your vote, man, they will say any goddamn thing yeah, from but, both sides. Yeah, but it's fundamentally different right now with Trump. Like blatant, provable lies. Far off, off base lot, completely off. Not just, you know, a, a promise about, hey, we're going to do. No, straight up. The, the sky is green. Lies. I agree with you. We still have to look at, like, outside of our hatred for Trump, we, we, the first part is going to be my opinion. The other part is going to be what Q, how Q approached it. Out, out, outside of our hatred for Trump, we have to look at where we are is not where we want to be. And we have to work with whomever is in power to get to where we want to be. Now, Based on on popular thought, that's an easier fight with the Democrats than it is with the Republicans. There are a number of people who would argue that the opposite way. How Cube approached it is he said, um, we can't rely on the Democrats to push this type of plan through. We can't rely on the Republicans to push this type of plan through. Mm -hmm. It's got to take both of them. It's no true. one group is going to be the savior of the black community. It's true. So I got to talk to whoever at some point if I want this plan to get pushed through. And then he was also very clear because I watched his interview on CNN and I watched the interview with him in um, uh, on Fox Soul, Claudia, somebody, the other. It's like cocktails with Queens, which is a whole nother interesting take on it. Claudia Jordan. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea who she is. I was like, mm, Claudia, jo cute. Claudia Jordan has a, a connection with Trump. Uh, uh, she was on The Apprentice. She's also a broadcaster yes. as well. She's also a broadcaster. And in that interview, she had said that, and she was like, you know, I heard it from that situation. I don't support yeah. uh, uh, Trump's situation. Um, I completely lost my train of th thought. <laughs> Where in the fuck was I going with that, T? Hmm. Maybe I should stop sipping on what's in this cup. <laughs> um, no, but I, it he I, I think Cube is on to something. Um, I think people are misinterpreting his. Um, oh, that's where I was going. They're misinterpreting him putting together this plan and trying to push forth this plan for the black community as him supporting Trump. Right, and he he's vocally saying. I'm not supporting Trump or Biden. Right. Now, Go I, vote for somebody. Whoever it is that's in there need to be looking at this plan because it's been decades and the African-American community still isn't getting served. And he also made it a very clear point that he doesn't want this thought process, this plan to be thrown into people of color inclusivity, brown people. Right. No, he's like very specifically African-American community. Yeah. Descendants of slaves in this country. Yes. Yeah. 
then I get that. I, 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 I mean, do too. look at his, I mean, and, you know, you, uh, people are quick to dismiss him and then throw him away and, uh, and to cancel him. But look at his track record. I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything. I, while I disagree that he should have sat, sat down with, you know, that campaign right now, because nothing's going to come out of it, really, except what he's getting right now, which is backlash. I do get where he's coming from and what he's attempting to do. Um, look at his track record. I, I, I don't see him as a sellout or anything like that. I just think, you know, he put himself in a position where th- what, what's happening is now the Trump campaign is trying to use him and 50 Cent to say, hey, look, we got more black people that support us. 50, 50 Cent put out a post and it was a joke. I, I understood it. it was part of his trolling that he does on Instagram where he said, uh, you know, the, uh, the, you know, Biden is going to raise our taxes this much. And the, and the number was way off. He said, F that, I'm voting for Trump because of the tax breaks, right? It's a joke. You know, and I get it. If you, if you follow him, you see how he, how he plays around, how he trolls on, on Instagram. It's right in line with what he always does, what he's been doing. But um, one of the uh, Trump children um, took a photo of Ice Cube and, and um, 50 Cent sitting together at a game and photoshopped Trump on their baseball caps. <laughs> to say, hey, it's great. It, you know, they're, you know, they're with us, right? And Cube quickly responded, <laughs> responded. I mean, that photo was now pulled down, but he responded, nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, something, even though 50's trolling, there's something to that. Right, yeah. I think fifty came up with sixty percent or something like that, but yeah, it's actually yeah. like, um, like it's like twenty thirty thirty nine point six or thirty eight point six or something like that. Yeah. So it's forty percent of your fucking income. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah, at the same time um, though, but if you if you got twenty million dollars, thirty percent, forty percent of that, that's a lot of money. But it's a lot more to somebody that ain't got that. Somebody that's making fifty thousand, not thirty thousand. There's a lot, you know, if it if it would if it applied that way, they got the money to be able to pay for it. They got the money to that where it doesn't really sweat. You don't really sweat it. Not like that. No, they still. I mean, okay. <laughs> the, the, the greed and yeah, that's my money. Yeah, you, you would. I would sweat it too. I guess. But at the, the larger point, it's like the equivalent of what would be a dollar to something. You know what I'm saying? Like. Not really worrying about a dollar. Somebody that's a millionaire that has a dollar. That's nothing. If you let's put it, let's take it out of 20 and put it into one. Okay. If you have a million dollars and you have to pay 40% of that, mm-hmm. you now have $600,000. Okay. That's a lot. That's a very lot of money. <laughs> no, I get it. No, I get it. I, I you know, um, but, but it, to, to the point of of uh, people people saying Cube shouldn't talk to him now. Um, Cube made it very clear in his interviews that he did not pick up the phone and call the Republican Party. He did not pick up the phone and call the Democratic Party. After he started doing press, they both reached out to him. He took the call. Now, would the, the Republican Party, let's say Trump wins, mm-hmm. would the Republican Party pick up the phone and call him after they won? 
Of course not. Highly unlikely. Of course not. Whether whether or not you whether or not they're using him and, to say black people are voting for him or not, the opportunity to have the conversation is not going to be there after they win because they don't need you at that point. And again, after they win, even now, if they win, if they pull off a win now, even after meeting with him, they're not going to call him back then either. It's more, like I said, it's, it's, it's right now it's, you know, I, you know, the Trump campaign and Trump's personality, Trump's, you know, thing is do anything to win anything. Even if it's cheat, even if it's, you know what I'm saying? Anything to yeah. win any, by any means necessary, by any means, any means necessary. So he's not playing fair and it doesn't matter. So, you know, understanding that character, it doesn't make sense to meet with. It doesn't make sense to talk. I to still him. think it does. Right. Because. If let's assume he he is a degenerate lying piece of shit. What's he? Right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Period. Um if if you meet with him and discuss these things, you have a fifty fifty chance that he'll keep his word or he won't. Nah. If you don't nah. meet with him, you have a one hundred percent chance that he won't keep his word because you you didn't have a conversation. Uh, it's mean, like you you eliminate trying because of a possible negative outcome. No, not just. I mean, not just that. Okay, for that point. Okay, cool. But you also have to look at a person's history. He's it's the same guy that had deals and contracts with people to, that did work for him, and he just blatantly like, nah, I'm not paying you that. Nope. Yep. So that's the t- that's the type of person he is. So it doesn't matter what he says. You can't really. We can agree to disagree on this one, but I, I, I think <laughs> I, I, I think you know it, it just it just it's kind of a waste. I think it's a waste of time. I get the point, and with a normal person, yeah, it makes makes sense to me, you know, because you have a fifty fifty. But with a person that's as dishonest and has been as dishonest and broken deals, blatantly broken promises, blatantly lie, blatantly just like nah, I'm not paying you that. Matter of fact, I, you'd be lucky to get anything. And then don't pay. You know what I'm saying? It is. You just look at a person's person's history, and you know, weigh it from there. That's how I think it. Well, I I applaud Cube, um, for taking the wherewithal, the time, and the initiative to put together that document. And I I encourage everybody to read that document. I'll link it below. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's not the complete answer, but it's damn sure a good start. No, I get it. I agree to that. I agree to that. I know this is going to be our positive, but no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding.